Bulls Gold is delivered to you via the Barroom Network, now in its seventh year of providing podcasts about Chicago sports, movies, and more. Make sure to subscribe to the Barroom Network for free and easy downloads of its programming. And visit its merchandising store at deepdishtees.com to purchase t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. Now, on with the show. I'm Edward Schuler, joined as always by Salim Suwala. Salim, how you doing today, man? Ed, I'm great. It's sunny outside. It's a beautiful Saturday. Uh, I can't complain. I mean, I can't complain about the day. I mean, the Bulls are another top conversation. There's a lot of complaining about that. Yeah. But like, uh, the day is bright, and, and they don't play today, so they can't make me mad. So yeah. that you know, that's that. Those are the those are the positives I'm looking at right now. I mean, we're gonna get into negatives today for sure when we talk about this yeah. team. But yeah, Saturday morning is going well. Otherwise, yeah, we've had a a little bit of a a three day break from the Bulls. So, um, it, it, I like I was telling you before we started recording, I did not realize that we were gonna have this three day break in between um, the next game on Sunday when they played Detroit and or, or when they host Detroit. But um, it's definitely allowed us to reflect a little bit even more, I think, on this team, especially coming off such a. Uh, it was a great game against Phoenix, and like I was telling you, I know moral victories are not really the thing people want to hear sometimes, but I mean, hey, I thought they gave it all they could, and it's just, this is just what this team is, I guess. I think the only thing that makes it hurt is that Grayson Allen is apparently um, a Bulls killer now, so uh, that, that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, that dude. It's a, it's a real <laughs> tough field to swallow. But yeah, we're, we're we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the Bulls Suns game, a one point loss in OT to Phoenix without Devin Booker. But it was a, it was a really entertaining game to watch, and I nine out of ten times I would prefer to see them lose like that than some of the other ways that they lost. But we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about Caruso's impact on the team. He had a great game for the Bulls, locking up KD in that game. We're going to talk about some of the rotation decisions, especially with Javon Carter, who hasn't really been getting uh, the PT that I think a lot of us think he should, especially considering that he really improves the team's shot profile. And we're also going to continue some of the discussion that we had in our last show about Zach Levine and what he's been doing in the fourth quarter and just the overall like situation with him that I think is just it's become really interesting month by month to me. But um who else better to bring in today? He is we we love having him on the show. He has done so many episodes with us, especially the trade deadline shows when he comes in with C Dub and we just have a ball. We be predicting everything that happens. Y'all know him <laughs> formerly from Bulls Outsider. He does Bulls covers for CHGO with Matt Peck, uh, Will Gottlieb, the whole crew. Big Dave, man. Dave, man. Welcome back. 
Appreciate y'all having me on. Thank y'all. You know, it's always great coming on talking with y'all, man. You know, y'all like fam. So, you know, it's just yeah. always great seeing y'all, chopping it up with y'all. We can never, ever start a show on time when we talk because we just <laughs> wow. always end up talking about other, yeah, other yeah. stuff, but usually Bulls related. But we end up just talking about other stuff off air. And yeah, that's just how it goes, though, man. It's all, it's always fun talking to y'all, for real. No, for sure. I love having Dave on. It's, it's just always a different energy when Dave is on, yeah. too. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The mood changes. The mood man. changes, man. I like it. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. The, the room, like anytime Dave walks in a room, the room just brightens up. I yeah. think that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, I appreciate I, that, man. And I feel like I neglected, like, I'm, I didn't even mention. See, I, I always try to make sure I do it right when you on because I know you're, you're gonna you're gonna judge me and you're gonna evaluate me when I based on how I say it. So, and my voice is a little like funky today, a little like sore. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna get it right, but bow on. Ooh, there we. I think that might be the best one I've done. But that, that might be your best one right there. Eh? All right, all right. That's on. That was on point, dog. Okay. Oh, that, that's you with the bad voice? That's, that's how that goes? That's me with the bad voice right there. <laughs> showing been, off right man, now. Yeah, yeah, I'm showing off right now. I've been watching a little bit of Avery Johnson. I've been trying to study how he <laughs> how he talks so I could get it right for you. And I'm, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Yeah, man. No, it's great being here, dog. It's always great being here I always like talking to y'all and we always talk music yeah appreciate you having two chicago artists on your wall right there hey, this, yeah this is the, it's all good the chicago side right here with the the college dropout and uh <laughs> resurrection man That's, you know what i mean two albums i hey, swear by. two albums i swear really? by man <laughs> yeah really Classics, quick speaking bro. of chicago guys dropping bars man dave you dropped some bars on uh that all city <laughs> track that was i was like i listened to it, i was like hey that that voice sounds familiar like, okay, okay. Uh, all said he liked the mayor. All right, or like the governor. What did you say? Well, like I the mayor. Remember. Like the mayor. Like the mayor. Yeah. All right, Dave. All right. I can't. I I can't take credit for that line. I can't take no? credit for that line. That's from um another group called uh People Under the Stairs. Okay. And oh, okay, they used okay. to be out in the nineties, man. They were an underground group, and they said that line. And when they asked me to do that, they they wanted me to to write everything around that line. And so they wanted me to okay, use that okay. line. So oh, okay, you know, okay, I was okay. like, okay, sure, I'll use it. So yeah, no, I won't take no credit for that. That was okay, definitely one of okay. my line. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, that yeah, was man. It was you, you, you were good, man. I was like, you know, it's like these ad reads make sense now. Like the way he, <laughs> way he dropped these ad reads, like he just like wait where you flowing, like it all makes sense. Like how how am I surprised that Dave can rap? Like, why am I surprised? Like <laughs> man, I appreciate it, bro. I I don't. I just did it because they asked me to, man. I didn't want no recognition or credit or nothing for it. Like I didn't really talk about it, but when it came out, like I didn't say anything, like because I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't you know? I was just like, sure, I'll do it. You just drop and some I, yeah. drop heat and just yo, just leave it at that. Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, it's hey, just so is... they asked me to do, man, and I was like, yeah, I can do it, yeah. And I and I knocked it out and. <laughs> yeah, it was cool to do, but but man, shout out to the producer, shout out to Lil, shout out to um the DJ, uh DJ NYQ man, um who did the scratching on there, um yeah, I, it was it was just cool how how it came together. I didn't know what they were gonna do with it, mm. um I just thought they were gonna use that all city like the Maryland and that was it, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, which which was fine with me, but then when they um I didn't know they were using it for like their 
launch of their of CA of uh, All City going national. Right. I had no I had no clue that's what that was used for. I kind of woke up to that, <laughs> and it was like, oh, all right, I see I'm everywhere. And they they kept asking me. Uh, my guy Eric, who asked me to do it, he was asking me. He was like, man, you know, he's telling you know he loved it and all that. He's like, man, you sure you don't want no. You don't want people to know this is you. I'm like, I, bro, I don't care. <laughs> like, like it's cool, bro. Like, don't even you ain't got to say nothing about me. I'm just happy I was able to help. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just happy I was able to do it for you, bro. And he was like, all right, cool, cool. And then they told everybody, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was fine. I didn't. It didn't bother me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just you know, I'm like that, bro. Like, I'm just real. I'm just real low key. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure, like bro. when it comes nah, to stuff. Sure. So, yeah. Nah, that's for sure. Yeah. For sure. Nah, I dig it, man. Yo. So, uh, extroverted, mean, introverted. Extroverted, introverted. That's a balance right there, man. <laughs> that's a number bar right there. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, it's I can't dating. take credit for that. That's Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> oh, my God. See, now I'm, now I'm wondering if there's like a, if there's like a bar to really describe this Bulls Suns game that, that happened on Wednesday. I can't think of it. Um, like I said at, at the top, maybe this one could apply, but um, from Jay Z on uh, "I'm So Appalled." Moral victories are for minor league coaches, so maybe this one. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this one applies to that. But uh, like I said, they 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 played. I mean, they didn't play a bad game. It, it was a disappointing loss. It, it was a close game. Phoenix, even though without Devin Booker. They still got some stars on the team, and you know, a lot of people still expect this team to be big contenders, you know, at the end by the end of the season for sure. And this would have been a really good win if they would or they were able to um to uh, pull it out. But uh, what were your thoughts on 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 this on this game, Dave? Um, it, it it was it was heartbreaking. I think you could really debate a bunch of different decisions, especially down in the fourth quarter and OT, some lineup rotation. Uh, decisions as well you could really look at but what were your what were the things that stuck out to you when you were watching this game uh one it def that that loss definitely bothered me hmm. i don't know why you know what i mean but it, it definitely i needed a minute you know what i mean before i, before I went and did the show i needed a second <laughs> to gather myself like because i was like damn i was like and i kept saying myself damn why is this bothering me so much it's crazy <laughs> like i guess you know life of a fan you know yeah. what i mean like you just want your team to win Mm. Um, I think it was because it was right there for the taking. Like everything was written on the wall that, you know, they're going to get this victory. And they kind of snatched defeat uh, <laughs> from it. And, you know, you get tired of seeing that, you know, it, because that's the sign of just a bad team. Bad teams do that all the time. Bad teams create ways to lose when they should win. Mm. And I think what's frustrating about this stuff is I can't, I can't hang my hat on stuff that I used to be able to hang my hat on as to why you're not winning, mm. you know, or I can't give you that, you know, le excuse me. I can't give you that leeway. Like mm. I, I can't say you have a dumbass coach. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like your coach is not an idiot. I can't say you were injured or you're dealing with injury. The bulls are fully healthy and, and, you know, say things like that. Um, I can't say you don't have enough talent, you know, um, it's just like you, they just, they just didn't win. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just didn't get <laughs> the victory. And it was like, what happens to bad teams uh, when they do that? Uh, as far as what happened in the game, everything was solid, I would say. 
uh, the big stars, I don't feel really showed up like I needed them to show up. Mm. Uh, we can get into Zach Levine uh, later, yeah. uh, but he hasn't shown up a lot. He's shown up in one game, in my opinion. Um, and, and that was a game they lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but um, he hasn't shown I didn't expect DeMar to be the one carrying them this season. So I'm not really upset at DeMar. He's still averaging like 23 points a game, 23, 22 a game. So he's doing his part. Like they asked him to shoot more threes. He started doing that. You know, they asked him to pass more. He started doing that. Like, yeah. so he's doing what the coach is asking uh, of him. Um, Vooch was a little pedestrian that game. Uh, I thought he could have been better uh, in that his three-point shooting has just been putrid and just really bad. Um, but he should still be able to get you, you know, those double-digit rebounds. How many rebounds did he have that game? Because I don't think he had a a ton, if I'm thinking about the top of my six. head. But there it is. Yeah. Six rebounds in now, 41 minutes. Yeah. Nurkic was getting his ass, and that should <laughs> never be the case. Yeah. No. Um, but, yeah, Nurkic was Elijah Wan in that dude out there, and that should honestly never be the case. I don't care how bad you think Vucha is at defense. Like, you just at least match him on the offensive end. You know, if he's going to drop that on you, man, well, then you got to give me a 20 and 10, you know, at least, mm-hmm. you know, to rock with him like that. But uh, that wasn't the case. He, he didn't get that to him. So that was the disappointing as well. Uh, it went to overtime. And then when it got to the overtime, I was just like, they're not going to win this game. <laughs> <It> just <laughs> I just didn't feel it in my soul. They weren't going to win this game like that. But it was cool. I mean, Vuce. Did at what twenty five or twenty six like that or something like that? I believe yeah, like that. Like yeah, he had twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Okay. Yeah. So he scored, but it was just the three point shooting was was it was okay, I guess. But overall, up to this season, it hasn't been great uh, for him. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, for but, him. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. For him, it has it hasn't been. Mm. Uh, Kobe, Kobe was had a solid game. I thought like. He had 11, 7, and 6, I think, with, like, some steals. But his three-point shooting has just not, you know, kicked yeah, off yet. Right. And Kobe's yeah. a late starter. If you just look at his career here, mm-hmm. he's always off to a – you know, he doesn't get off to great starts. He kind of finds his flow as you get closer to December. And then he starts, you know, kind of, you know, going in and doing what he does. Um, But I think – I watched out of all those numbers that they had, the person who was your best player was Alex Caruso. And, mm-hmm. and I find that to be an issue because <laughs> as good as he is. And, and I mean, again, I mean, this is no disrespectful way towards Alex. Cause he has been awesome and he has been amazing and playing absolutely great this season. He's been the bulls best player this they're season. Ta- they're wasting that. They're wasting. Yeah. Too. As a- and for me, that's, that's a problem when your best player is coming off your bench and he's not your number one scorer, he's not your number one three-point shooter, he's probably your best defender, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But you're dependent on him to do more than defense. And he's not that kind of dude. He shouldn't be carrying a team. He's not built to do that. If he was, his contract would be much, much bigger. Mm -hmm. But he's not built to be the dude that's carrying your squad. So if he's the dude carrying the squad, your squad is in – some serious trouble right here. And the Bulls, I think, are definitely in uh, some serious trouble. And Alex did a great job against Kevin Durant. Uh, great job guarding him, man. Uh, he's the only real communicator out there on the floor um, for that team. But, yeah, man, it's tough for me to watch that 
and know that a guy coming off our bench is probably your your best player. This isn't like a Ben Gordon situation. Yeah. You know, when Ben Gordon was their best player, but Ben Gordon was winning the game every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every single game, yeah. you put Ben Gordon in, we're, we're winning. You can't, and that's why he got a bigger contract. You can't put that on Alice Caruso. He's meant to be a complimentary piece. As I keep calling him rims, rims you know, yes. he's rims on a car. So, so, it, so the rims are the, if you have great rims on a Camry, it's. Yes. <laughs> you got great rims on a car that's just sitting in the driveway because it ain't running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, Bro, take them rims and go buy you an engine. Like, you know what I mean? You, right. you can't work on the cosmetic of the car, bro. You need to work on, you know, the actual interior, the, the actual skincare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before you put no makeup. You know what I mean? Like, you can't start with, oh, man, let me get a, uh, there's a bar for you that I remember Big Boy saying, man. Um, if you can't pay your, what'd he say? You can't. Oh, gosh, it's, it's, it's slipping my mind, man. Oh, man. Oh, uh, but basically, if you can't afford to get something, don't don't go get these other things. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Celebrate the Coupe de Ville. If you ain't got no, don't get no wood grain steering wheel. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. afford these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let your paper stack and pay your beeper bill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't work on getting sounds in your car and, and all this other stuff. If your car doesn't running, if it's still licking yeah. antifreeze, if it's, it's you know, if it it's up in smoke, though, as soon like, as you... he's like he's everything you could want in yeah a complimentary. But like me and Celine were talking about, like he he he's a like the Bulls have good role players on this team. That's the crazy part. Like it's Caruso is a great role player, one of the best ones I think in the NBA. Um, Javon Carter has been a good role player the last couple of seasons, especially in Milwaukee. Tory Craig mm-hmm. has been a good role player, I think, for some teams. Like there's even, you know, the Andre Drummond experience. Like, you know, I know you he, he drives you crazy sometimes. Like it, it's a it's a ride. But like if if you built a team and said, hey, Andre Drummond is going to be your backup center and play 15 minutes per game, you'd be like, okay. Like it it's oh, not man. like a <laughs> <laughs> they might not be okay. They might be like, eh. like, like who well, it depends who your starting center is. Like, if you have, if you have, if you have like the Joker or something like that, just starting center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if you had a good yeah, starting Drummond center, coming yeah. in for ten minutes, grabbing yeah. like eight rebounds and doing this thing, you, yeah. you'll live with that. It could I be think. worse. I mean, right? you know, yeah, it could be it worse. It could be worse. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I'll yeah. agree with that. So, yeah, it could it, be worse. It, yes. You got good yeah. surrounding parts, but as you're saying, like the engine ain't ain't good it's not running like the yeah. the, the things under yeah. the hood are off and if those are off you can't you can't drive i i think I, yeah I, I think i'm i think i'm at a place where it's like where you like dave you said like you can't complain about the talent but i think in the end it is the talent because you have a big three that look they have individual skills and things that they can do well and and maybe if they were on other teams those skills would be accentuated Mm -hmm. but together they're just a very bad fit and we've already talked about countless times how this trio this mid three together are (laughs) are a net negative and plus three thousand minutes together they're a net negative so they make the team worse on the court Mm. And then we talk about them, like they can't elevate the, the the team, but how are they supposed to elevate the role players around them? Like we can't expect 
Alex Caruso to be the one that elevates the team, right? That's what we're that's the problem here. We're expecting Alex Caruso. We're talking about guys like Tory Craig. Uh over the years, Lonzo, I love Lonzo, and Lonzo is certainly much better than Tory Craig, but he's like he's not expected to be your top two guy, right? Lonzo Ball. Yeah. As much as we love Lonzo, as much as how good as he is, he's not that guy. And we're expecting these guys to be the ones that carry the team, that raise the ceiling for the team when this big three is supposed to do that. And they can't do that mm-hmm. together. Right, right. So I get I that, get that point. Yeah, it, it just it just gets to that point where it's like, man, they're 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 the one that's dragging this thing down. Like you can only be as good as your uh, you know, the, obviously, this the the, the the saying is you're as good as your weakest link. But sure. like, I think that arguably the weakest link is this three playing together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like they're the ones that are the problem, and it's been long said and done that I, this this front office just loves this three for some reason. So these things they can make it work by continuing continuing to add band aids uh, to kind of you know you know, plug up the leaks. And the biggest leak is obviously for those three is the defensive end because none of them are plus defenders. They all make mistakes after mistakes defensively throughout the game. Like you look at the game, for example, and and this is not the, the crap on Kobe. Like Kobe is also a victim of kind of like playing off of this big three where he, his strength isn't defense either. So like, unfortunately, because of that, you're playing with other three bad defenders. The Bulls are just mm-hmm. – he's going to be in a in a bad spot because of it. Like, you had Al Caruso as a plus 24, and then Zach and Kobe combined were a plus, minus 25, and the Bulls lost by a point. Mm-hmm. And it's like – and I'm not saying that's exactly the math and that's the reason. I mean, there's other factors too, but it's just like you, you, th- this big three that we have, they're just – like I said, you know, they. I think to me at this point, they're the biggest weakness because they're supposed to be the ones leading the way and they're not doing that. So let me just to like piggyback on, off of you briefly and then go back to Dave. Uh, Kevin Anderson from NBC Sports Chicago like tweeted this on, um, I think like Wednesday or Thursday, but said oh, there no. are 45. Oh, yeah, this, this is if you if you haven't heard this and you know, you're listening, this is pretty damn brutal but (laughs) yeah (laughs) there are 45 three-man lineups in the nba so far this season (laughs) that have played 150 plus minutes together the bulls trio affectionately known as the mid three is in this 45 three-man lineup 44th in offensive rating at 99.8 42nd in defensive rating at 119.5 and dead last in net rating at negative 19.7 depressing yeah (laughs) (laughs) like depressing and sad yes that is a (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean they're a negative like i think what ed said negative 21.5 yeah i mean it's that's awful that's that's just fucking awful that's not even like oh man they need to do better you need to just go away (laughs) like dude like that that stinks You stink. Like you stink. <laughs> you do. You freaking stink, man. You're like, how are you yeah. with negative 21 together? Yeah. Together. You're the best players. 
That's tough. Like, I, 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 that's I why I say they're the weakest link. Like you, you can only be as good as your weakest link, and the team is bad because these three. And maybe there's various reasons for that. Obviously, Demar could be declining. He is getting older. I think that, that, that is that's um, um, like that is really elevating, is or well, not elevating, but that's really like emphasizing even more how this isn't working because Demar has not mm-hmm. been superhuman, and yeah. like he's shooting like forty three percent basically on like the same volume he's had in the past as a bull, and it yeah. just shows you that Demar when Demar isn't Demar this thing goes south even more. But when he is just just like, yo, hitting in his bag, getting to his spots, just unguardable with that mid-range, then it gives us a chance. But that chance yeah. is just like borderline average-ish video. It's mm-hmm. just not great. But yeah, it, DeMar yeah. being where he is right now is making this even more like this ain't going and- to and the other thing I'll say too about Zach, like that game, people were saying he had a good game because he had, you know, he had 22 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. Did not have a good game. <laughs> no, because he, he was scoreless in the fourth quarter and Correct. overtime. He Correct. had what, two, three bad turnovers that cost us the game. Like 22, eight and eight is a good game for, Co- good, really good game for Kobe. Not for your max player that you're depending on to be the closer mm-hmm. and make the good decisions that can get you wins. It's like at this point, like how long have we talked about Zach Levine can't be trusted late in the game with the ball in his hands? He didn't even it's take like, a, he didn't even take a shot in overtime. No, not a shot. No, and like <laughs> I don't know what's up with Zach. Like we, me and Ada have speculated because of uh, you know the countless trade rumors that have not even been secretive. Like they've been very open trade rumors since the last trade deadline about trying to move him. And maybe he's just fed up. And I, I get like them trying to make him the sole scapegoat. It's not right because they're trying to say, okay, well, we, if we move Zach and 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 still try to win around Demar and Vooch, we can make that work. It's that's not that's not going to happen. It's, it's you're not. That's not Zach isn't the sole problem of this team. Um, but like I said, you know, I don't know what the reasoning has why his really bad start is. Is like. Because it's at times as he's as he's been playing like selfish at times, yeah. like he, it's like he's just looking out for his own, and it's and it's uh it's uh okay what's going on here like because we expected Zach to come out like oh he's gonna have another All Star year, he's gonna come out gun blazing and ready to go and and it was fart noise <laughs> like and again, and again but that's again what I keep talking about how I can't lean on other stuff. Like with Zach, right. you would see it and you'd be like, okay, Zach was injured, you know, in the pad those past mm-hmm. couple of years. Like you like he was hurt. His hand, mm-hmm. finger, knee, you know, something. Zach was super healthy coming in. And matter of fact, mm-hmm. looking at him in preseason, that dude was balling out. And I my prove it when we did our prove it segment was B third team all NBA. Like I walked yeah. in with no concern of Zach Levine being dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No concern. I was like, it's mm-hmm. a given. After what I saw, I was like, this is a given. He's going to be nice. Now I'm looking at you, and I'm like, do you want to be here? Like, that's what it looked like to me. Like, it looked like some clutch sports shit. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I don't, don't want to be here yeah, right so, now. So what do you think Let about me chill all out. that? What do you think about all that? Because, like, we were, we were speculating on the last show because it goes all the way back to even last season and the offseason because, remember, there were all those reports of, like, a rift between – 
the coaching staff with Billy Donovan and yeah. Zach, and there, yeah. you know, they there was some speculation that Zach and Demar had had like some heat with each other, and yeah. then the off season, even though it, it was all the stuff with like that dropping dimes Twitter account, which was surprisingly accurate. I don't, we still don't know how, <laughs> but like we know that Zach Levine. We know that Zach Levine is available. That's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and that's not even a rumor. He's available. The Bulls have a price tag on him that nobody wants to reach, but he is still very much available. And teams have called. Like, we know the Knicks have called, but nothing's ever happened. And maybe at some point in the offseason, Zach seemed to be involved in all of this Dame Lillard, James Harden stuff. We, we don't know yeah. in what direction, but we know that he was involved in that. And wasn't there even like a comment that Zach someone asked Zach about like his future and he was just kind of basically like yeah you know I'm, you know I love being here I'm I'm here until I'm not or something like that but yes yes yep. it was some sort of comment <laughs> I, I can't remember where but like it it just seems like all of this like he, he's like you said he's it seems like he's fed up like he he knows that the team does not want him here they want yeah. out of that contract and yeah. it just seems like he's just kind of like yo like all right, when, when is it going to happen? Like, I, I already know I'm not going to be here. So, like, what's up? Like, so yeah. what, do you, what do you think about all? I know we're just speculating, but it just starts to seem like the smoke is really just taking over the house at one point. Like, it, maybe it was just in one yeah. room, like, you know, a long time ago, but now it's in every room. Like, it's the house is, like, full <laughs> of smoke. So, I mean, what yeah. do you think? It's like, I, I, because I went on a, a rant about Zach and me, like, a few games back, hmm. and I was just so upset. You know what I mean? I was just really upset because I'm like, you're the best player on the team and and you're playing like you don't care. Mm. You know, like I don't, I will put up with a lot. I'm very patient as y'all know. I'm incredibly patient. Right. Mm -hmm. But one thing I have no tolerance for and no patience for is lack of effort. I I, I have no patience for that. And I don't like it because when I see it, it's annoying knowing that you're not trying, knowing that you're not at least doing your best out there. How it happens, if it fails, I don't care. I can deal with the loss. You know what I mean? I can deal with that stuff. Mm. I can't deal with you not giving a damn. That's what will always drive me crazy. Great example is people, this is why people don't like James Harden. It's because James Harden will quit on you. You know what I mean? He'll say, you know, I don't want to do it no more. And he'll just quit on you. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted him for a one-year rental, because for one year, you can deal with that. (laughs) And then you can get out of here. You know what I mean? One year, that's it. After that, you know, don't don't even waste your time. But... (laughs) Watching Zach do this stuff, it just makes me question him like that. And I didn't want to be at this point where I'm questioning, do you want to play for this team? Because it doesn't seem like it. And you're right, Ed. At some point in time, when people are continually, when your name continually every single year, and I mean every year, your name is in a trade talk yeah. all the time. Zach Levine's name has always been in a trade talk. Like, yeah. it felt like his security was never really secure from the moment he got here, contract-wise or trade-wise. It was always something, you know what I'm saying, with Zach Levine when it came to that. Now the it's much louder now. You know what I mean? It's it's much, much louder because of how the team's playing and because of his representation at the same time. That's how they roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's time to go, your name's gonna come up. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. hear him all the time on ESPN. Like now I'm looking at Mike Wilbon. Like, well, the Lakers can use him, you know what I'm saying? Like bringing that stuff up. So yeah. I, I I understand him being if, – if this is the case. Again, this is speculation. I understand if him yeah. being the case, if he's upset and he's mad at the team and he's not happy with Billy and it kind of takes away his, him uh, wanting to be here. 
But my thing is, you still here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and doing it like that also drives his value down, right? Yeah. Like the kind of like what Harden would do. It drives your value down. Like, man, let me get this dude out of here and just get something for him. Right. So it it brings up a weird, weird situation, especially when your team is losing like it is. And I can point directly to you, you know, as one of the reasons why they don't look like they're great. Like you're watching Zach pump fake out of threes and dribble into long twos. You know what I mean? Hmm. And I'm I'm watching Zach, you know, dribble off his foot. Like he's always done that, you know, <laughs> like just dribble <laughs> off his foot, take the ball, you know, forget the offense. I'm watching him not give Vooch the ball when Vooch has got me on him in the post. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, like give him the ball. And he just goes to the bucket, you know, and I'm watching that stuff. And then I'm like, well, maybe it's something else. And then I watch him actually do it, you know what I mean, for a couple of games and make incredible across the court passes and nice little bounce passes, pocket pass to Vooch or something like that. And I'm like, oh, he does understand it. Now that just makes me think you don't give a damn because <laughs> yeah. you know what to do, but you just don't want to do it. Yeah. These points and the way he's shooting, I've never seen before. You know what I mean? This is brand new to me. This is new territory for me with Zach Levine, watching him shoot like this, yeah. watching him uh, play this way. Him turning the ball over and that stuff, that's not new, but we always dealt with it because we know he could score. He could put points on the board. Mm-hmm. He's not doing that, man. And that's what is making it concerning and, and very frustrating. Yeah. And I, well, it's like it's like that whole uh, the analogy, like, you know, when you're at a job that you don't really like, some days you'll check in, you'll you'll just do like the bare minimum, like you'll just yeah, look quite typing on a computer. <laughs> Other days you'll be like, you know, I actually feel like doing something, so I'll I'll try a little bit. And then the next day you'll go back to doing them minimum effort and just trying to just, you know, look at the clock. Is it, is it five o'clock yet? Is it five o'clock yet? All right. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm just going to head out at four forty-five or four fifty-five because it gave me a little bit of, you know, just, does it run out of this place? Yep. It's exactly. Zach is quite quitting. Like, like uh, Edward said, like, it, that's what it feels like. And I know we're just speculating. This is just our subjective opinions on this, but it's, yeah. it's hard not to feel that way. What, with what we're watching. Cause like you said, coming into the season, like I said, coming into the season, we were expecting All Star Zach, All NBA potential, the All uh, All NBA third team, because he was going to come in the season healthy. There was no recovering from a knee surgery. There was no other ailments that he was supposedly dealing with, but he's just been bad. And yeah. outside of that fifty-one point game against Detroit, he's been basically. And even that game, you can you can talk about. He was just trying to, you know, put up numbers. Like, cause he was he was hot from the field. The ball was going in. So you can you can maybe that's an, another example of like him just trying to get his own, get his numbers on. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like, you know, the 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 averages don't look bad, but yeah. And but when you play so selfishly at times, you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. And this is the worst case, I think, for this situation overall, because we, we've always talked about how Zach Levine's perception is both fair at times, but largely unfair at times, too, because it, it's just a, a sh- it's just a constant shift of the goalpost each time with Zach Levine throughout his career. Like like it, when even when he got drafted, it was like, uh, you know, he's just a bench player. He, he didn't even start at UCLA. OK, well, I mean, he's mm-hmm. just a slam dunk guy, not really a good scorer. It's like, oh, he tore his ACL, not going to be the same athlete again. Okay, he's traded 
wasn't really valued anyway. He's not going to be good. Okay, he, he's got his athleticism back, but he's still not a really a good scorer. It's like, okay, he's a good scorer again, but he's not an all-star. Okay, he's an all-star, but he'll never be, he'll never be worth the contract. He'll never get that. Okay, he's got the contract, but he's still not a, it's always something after something after something with Zach Levine. And I think now it's just the culmination of this on top of being scapegoated for, everything that's happening with this um trio like it, it seems like he really is the face of it and it's just awful for his value like we keep saying that whenever the bulls do trade zach levine and at this point i, I think it is i would bet anything that i have at this point that he is going to get traded at some point i don't know when it's gonna happen but i think it's inevitable like i hate mm-hmm. saying that but it's going yeah. to happen at some point but yeah Whenever they trade him, we think they're gonna they're gonna lose the trade because mm-hmm. the, <laughs> we, the, it, it's gonna happen. They don't. No one wants to pay. No one wanted to pay the value for him before all of this was happening. Right now, this is all happening. What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen now? Like they're not exactly. It, it, mm-hmm. It's just going to keep sinking and sinking, and at some point. It's going to be a combination of that, and these teams don't want to give up all of these like crazy draft pick swaps and stuff like that too. And they, mm-hmm. this is the perfect situation. I think Salim highlighted this for a, for the league um, to really make an example out of to say, hey, let's start with this guy. We we ain't paying all these draft pick swaps. Like we're gonna keep it light and simple here. Create this buyer's market for him, and we'll go from there. So. It's really yeah. just and, and a, I mean, a bad and, and, and like I would continually say now two things. I would always say I wanted the Bulls to build around Zach. Yeah, I wanted them right. to just say screw it, build around him, give him what he needs, and then I'll just live with whatever happens. You know, hmm. I never felt like they did that. You know, what I'm saying really, yeah. they tried to. You know, hmm. what I mean, they they gave him the point guard, they took the ball out of his hands, they gave him a nice compliment piece that actually turned out to be a better player. You know what I mean than him. And they gave him the big man that he wanted, you know? So yeah. they gave him all these things and they gave him his contract too. You know, they gave him all, all these things. Mm. And I just wanted that to be like his team. You know what I mean? Like, fine, you right. be the man, you're Zach Levine, you be that guy. You know, unfortunately, Lonzo got hurt. Uh, fortunately, Zach, you know, wasn't fully healthy, you know what I mean, on a, on a lot of those times. So DeMar would just kind of took over. Um, and he and Vooch's, uh relationship, you know, wasn't, didn't get to where I wanted it to get to because right. of that, you know, because of the injuries and, and, and DeMar doing what DeMar is doing. Like, what are you going to do? Tell him to not be great. Like, that's just not the case. Like, go mm-hmm. be great. But now you're at a point where you're like, okay, you're not going to build around him anymore. You're not going to win with this like this mm-hmm. anymore. So what are we holding on to? And I, when the trade deadline happened last year, I'm on air when that rumor trade came out about what the Knicks were trying to give the Bulls. And I was like, do this deal now. Like, trade. Like, fine. Make the trade. I don't care. Like, I think it was Grimes and, and like, draft picks and, and a few other players. Like, Obi Toppin, you know what I mean? Yeah. A few other guys quickly. I think that's what the Bulls wanted. I think that's what the no, no, Bulls wanted. This is what, Knicks said no. This is what Matt was saying uh, that the Knicks were offering. And the Bulls, then it came out that the Knicks didn't want to give up mm-hmm. uh, quickly. They, yeah. they didn't want to lose him, you know? So mm-hmm. that trade kind of got restructured, you know what I mean? And, but regardless of what that was, I was like, deal. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. do it, you know? 
You need the point guard. You see what you need. You know what I mean? You see what your biggest needs are on this team. And right now it isn't, you know, unfortunately it wasn't Zach. Cause I'm like, I have a Zach right now. He's balling out of control. You know, he's, he's at the all-star game. He's older, but he's balling out of control for us right now. Let me reset a little bit, get some draft pick, get some young guys. AK has said repeatedly, he does not like drafting high. So getting those draft picks from the Knicks, you will kind of right be in the mid tier where you kind of want it to be, yeah. you know? So just giving your, your time and, and getting your team a, a reset of what it needed. So when that trade didn't happen, and they decided to keep moving forward. And when it got Patrick Beverly and you saw Zach Levine just lose his mind, you know what I'm saying, on the <laughs> basketball floor. Yeah. Like that was the best I'd ever seen him play. Like he was just the smoothest, just on point. You know what I mean? Like it was just this, this dude right here, the game against Toronto. Everybody talks about his Miami game. Nobody talks about that Toronto game. He balled out in that Toronto game, man. He, he went crazy mm-hmm. in that game. He was great. So that's the Zach I thought I was coming back and getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is the situation he knows he's in. Come on, let's let's just ball out, do your thing. So for him to come out, man, putting up barely twenty, shooting just horribly from the field and horribly from three. When have yeah. you seen him do that? Like his rookie year. Like it's been really weird. You know what I mean? Watching this, and I think when he's traded, because uh, I agree with you, Ed. I think he's going to be. Yeah. I think when he is, you're not going to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. that percentages yeah. are going to yeah. get a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. man, like, man, Zach just out of nowhere is playing great. No, yeah. Zach is cold, bro. As Pat Bev told you, Zach is cold. Yeah, it's like, like that's just what he is. It's like, when have you ever seen, as, as a bull, anytime we've gone to overtime, when has Zach Levine ever taken no shots? No shots, overtime? bro. None? In a matchup like, with Kevin Durant on the floor. <laughs> it made no sense, bro. Like it made no sense to me. Like, and so when it doesn't make logical sense, then I got to go find the logic somewhere. You know yeah, what man. I mean? Like, if I'm looking at the basics of why it doesn't make basketball sense to me, then I got to go outside of basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got to yeah. look at the mental part of it now. You know what I mean? Now I got to mm. look at the money part of it now. Now I got to look at other stuff involved in it because you can't explain to me why it's like this on the court because. There's nothing wrong with him. You know what I mean? Like, DeMar, yeah. you can say he's old. You know what I mean? You can sit there yeah. and say he's much older. The decline was coming. He was never going to keep this up. You can do the same thing with Vooch. You can sit there and say that. I just told you about Kobe. Mm. You know what I mean? About how, how he's always a little late. Toy Craig, oh, he's a role player. He's not expected to be that. Mm. Zach, what do I say? You know what I mean? He's fully healthy. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got his money. You know what I mean? Like, everything's yeah. solid. Like, yeah. what is it? So... He's he's got to show show something, man, because it's starting to look really really bad. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, this schedule is not going to make things better either. Like, you can't oh, really no. look at any. You can't look at any team on the schedule and say, "Oh, okay, cool, we got Detroit coming." Yeah, it don't matter. Right. Detroit, Detroit <laughs> smacked them up last time they played, and that and the sad thing is that was like the first game Detroit beat the Bulls in like like <laughs> yep. six years. It felt like I don't know, but like. I mean, look, all these teams, like Orlando, I'm not sleeping on Orlando. I, I mean, I like Orlando. I think they're they're going to be uh, pretty decent all year. And and I think it's going to finally put the nail in the Vooch crate, crate coffin when they finish with a better record than the Bulls. <laughs> and we have Vooch while they don't. And they got all those assets for him and were able to make the team better. But, yeah, you look at the team, the schedule as a whole, you got like Milwaukee. Even if, even if they're struggling, it doesn't matter. 
Um, you got I like Oklahoma City right. again, Toronto coming up again. That's, I mean, that team is up and down, but still, you're in Toronto, Boston, uh, Pelicans, Denver, all these teams coming up. It's like the Bulls are going to like the AK and them are going to have to come to realization sooner than later. Not wait till the trade deadline to start trading guys. Like, right. certainly, certainly, you don't want to. Uh, just just push the button and just be like, okay, fine, we'll take whatever it is. But at the point, you might Correct. have to mm. take that. But especially with a and we want to target a guy like Caruso. Like you want to trade Caruso before he gets hurt. And I love Caruso. And I'm not trying to say like I want Caruso. Like I, I'm not only no. thinking of that in in a in a, in a selfish way. Um, yeah. but like if he gets injured, you're not going to be able to trade him. Like the way he plays, like. You you have to get him value from him. You could probably get a first round pick and a decent like young guy probably for him, or like a couple of late first rounders for him. Like move him. Like Demar. Right. Like I think Demar. You got to search teams out there that are looking for a veteran that could you know kind of infuse. Maybe a team like Miami gets desperate, and obviously Miami is another destination for Zach, but. Like they're starting off slow and they need to make sure they make the playoffs. They're not trying to, you know, they're not trying to tank and they're not trying to be a lottery team. So there's teams out there that you might be able to get some value from. And at the end of the day, it's like, listen, some value is better than none because I don't think you want to get in a conversation where you're going to extend DeMar for another two, three years at his age. Mm -hmm. Like you need to just just rip this bandaid off and just start like whatever assets you can get. It is what it is. You're not yeah. going to maximize. It's not going to look pretty after the trades are done. Like, oh, the Bulls yeah. are like, they're not going to look like Oklahoma City where they have all these tons of draft picks. <laughs> yeah. It is going to be what it is. It, it, it's it's a, it's a problem you created, and I'm talking about the front office. It's a problem you created. You got to get out of it. You can't keep you can't keep digging the hole. You got to stop digging <laughs> the hole and find a way out. Let's put you it know? in perspective. Like, <laughs> let's put it in perspective because the Bulls are three and six right now. And um, if you, you know, of course, it's a small sample size. But if you look at the wins, um, Toronto in OT by mm-hmm. one point. Yeah, and that was a, Toronto, a that was a junky win. That was a, yeah. like that was just like a really junky basketball, a, a game. really junky basketball game. And Toronto outbulls the Bulls in that game. So Ooh. that's one of your wins. <laughs> um, Right. The other win uh, at Indiana on paper, you say, okay, cool. But Indiana. So for context of that game, Indiana is top five in three point attempts so far this season. And they are top three, three point percentage. They shot 13% lower than their average in three point makes on the season in that game against the Bulls. Mm. And they were Mm. still in that game. They only lost by seven. That's Mm. your second win. Just, just pointing that out. Not the you know, yes, hey, sir. wins are wins, but that that's what happened. Um, that's what happened. And then your other win mm-hmm. is against the Utah Jazz, um, <laughs> right? So uh, and a Jazz team that outside of like I mean they have yeah. come good piece obviously they have Larry who's a really great player now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but they don't have like a lot on that team that you could say, oh, this is a good team that you beat. Yeah. Um, and they beat him by 17. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you yeah. do what, that's what you're expected to do. But, like, if you look at this schedule, and, you know, it, it's not an easy schedule by any means, but right. I would challenge anyone to go through the remainder of a schedule and find 
any point that is at least somewhat favorable to the Bulls in this stretch where they start with 10 of their first 15 games at home. Mm. 10 of their first 15 games at home. I mean, you can talk about the opponent, but even with these games coming up, you get Orlando and Miami four in a row at home. That I mean, that's I mean, Orlando, I mean, they're not a world beater either. We're not either. But these are games that you have to take advantage of, especially when you're not a team that's really worth a damn. And right. at this point, <laughs> the Bulls are three and six in this stretch. And then it's going to yes. get harder because when those 15 games are over, then it's like, all right, at OKC, at Toronto, at Brooklyn, at Boston, Milwaukee at home, Pelicans at Milwaukee, Denver at Miami, at Miami, at Philly, Lakers, Spurs. It's just like you're going to get decimated you're going to get yeah. pulverized like yeah it is it, it's just not a fake like a they, they're really disappointing i think and i think we said that we would know everything we needed to know about this team in the first 15 games because of it yes and yeah. i i think, I think we already know i think yeah we already know and yeah here's the cherry on the top so um Apparently, Brian Windhorst said that NBA teams have been sending their scouts to Chicago Bulls games to gather. Oh, <laughs> circling. Yeah, to, to gather as much information as they can so they will be ready if the Bulls decide to become sellers. The mm-hmm. Sharks are circling. Circling, baby. <laughs> they, they smell the, they, they smelled the blood. They, they, they know the Lakers are, <laughs> Lakers about to offer D'Angelo De, uh, Russell and a second rounder for Zach oh, Levine. They're about they can't to wait to package that up. Yeah. They can't wait to package <laughs> oh, that up, God. brother. Oh, Lakers fans God. alike have been trying to get that deal done immediately. But yeah. but yeah, man, like I, I said the same thing, guys. Like I was like, you're gonna know very early on what this Bulls team is, you know, mm-hmm. and who they are because of how tough the schedule is. And because they were fully healthy. Think of a, when's the last time you saw them actually come into training camp fully healthy? You know what right, I mean? Yeah, right. They come, they came into this training camp fully healthy. Like that's rare. I, I honestly can't even think of another time. Like somebody was always hurt, whether it was your best player or the number 15 man on, on the depth chart. Mm. Somebody was always down. You know, of course I'm excluding Lonzo in it because we already knew he was out, you know, before the season even started. Yeah. So, but everybody who was here was here. And, and ready to go. We went to Nashville because they told him we didn't feel like a team. Well, let's go go-kart racing in Nashville. Let's go play some golf, you know what I mean, down there and see if that worked. No, not not the case. And then the national media took and ran with, you know, when they had, you know, um, their meetup after game one, which really wasn't a player's meeting, but it just sounded great, you know what I mean, <laughs> in, in the national media. To say, ah, oh, this is a player's meeting. Ah, oh, you know, yeah, they want Billy Donovan there, this and that. So it just sounded great to say that. But still, another bad look, you know, in the first game of the season. Just a bad, you know what I'm saying, look on your team like that. And then DeMar coming out and let, saying, we're not going to play like this again. And then I watch you get your ass up like that again. You know, like, <laughs> it's just what it is, bro. Like, yeah. we we see the writing on the wall. We know We know when it's over, you know. It's like a relationship. You know when it's over, bro. Like you can tell in, in the way your woman is speaking to you differently. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. Like yo, you, in, in a relationship, you know I mean? bro, you you already know if your girl just like just stops like caring where she's just like, oh, it's cool. Right. You that's, feel nah, me? That's fine. Like, you oh, she wanna do worry about oh, it. nothing, that's fine. Do you? You mind if I <laughs> yo, you mind if I watch the game real yeah, that's fine. Do you? Yeah, do you? Yeah, I think it's Eddie, cool. I think Eddie Murphy has like a bit about that in like one of his standards where she's like, yo, yeah, that's that's cool. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go to Jamaica. Right. Oh yeah, going to Jamaica. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna go to Jamaica. I'm gonna go to Jamaica. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This with my girls. You know what I mean? You know it's over. You know what I mean? Like you, you feel that. That's a feeling. You know what I mean? And you know it's done. Um, you want, of course, you want. I still, at least, speak for me. I still want what's best for this team. It's my favorite team. You know what I mean? I love the Chicago Bulls, man. It's my squad. I'm always root for them. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not naive and I'm not blind to shit. You know what I mean? I understand what's going on when I see it, bro. So we see what this is. It's not good. Um, It's not working. And you should get rid of it now because this was going to be the the year that everybody, and this is, you know, the the main guy saying this, Mm. that if we don't make it work this year, we know it's a wrap, you know? So they knew coming in what this meant. You know, if it wasn't going to work for them, especially because DeMar, finding... DeMar is a free agent. Yes, correct. Which is why I would have, he would might have been the first trade I made in the offseason. Yeah. This is the trade I wanted right. to get for James Harden. This is what yeah. I wanted to make. I was like, dude, just it's a one year thing. You ain't going nowhere. Like, make mm-hmm. the trade. It's cool. Like, just do it. Give, give Zach a point guard and fine. Let's roll with it like that. Obviously, he can't wear number one, but I don't know what number he's going to wear. Because <laughs> he can't wear one or 13. Like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. he's going to put on. But but it didn't matter, dog. Like, you, for me, you make those kind of moves, you know what I mean, just to try to rejuvenate your team and give them something. But because what you're doing, like it is now, isn't working. And I know what you guys mm-hmm. are missing. And I know what yeah. you guys are needing. So, yeah, it's disappointing. And I think it's a, it's a failure on everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't even gotten into Billy yet. But it's, I think it's a failure yeah. on on. I, yeah, it is. Like, let's listen, get into that. Yeah, listen, uh, Billy, Billy, like, look, I, I think Billy has deserves a lot of criticism. But I, like, I was talking to Ed before this, like, like I've been kind of perplexed at why he hasn't played Javon more, Javon Carter, and why he hasn't played him. Like, he hasn't played them with him with Vooch, Zach, and Demar together. Like, he hasn't played them there. But yeah. like. Let's say he does that. How much better is that really going to make the team? I mean, it'll help a little, but in the end, it's still going to be like, like it's Javon Carter. He's not like, he, again, we're talking yeah. about role players trying to elevate the entire squad. It's like the, the, the those three guys are supposed to be the guys that elevate everything. And then around that, things mesh up. But like I said, I, I, I think, could, like no. I said, Billy does deserve criticism. I, I like. I think I I I agree. Billy deserves criticism. I I think he, like certain things he could do will make the team better in a sense. But I, I just don't know how much better. It, 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 like it doesn't matter. Like I don't know how much it matters because, like even if you put like Popovich on this team coaching the team, I, this team is still going to be very meh. Like no, I just don't be see different. it. You got like, popped, the, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's I don't know, squad. man. I don't it's a different know. mentality. You got popped. I don't out know, here, man. Maybe I don't know. I just don't some of these cats wouldn't be playing. This team is be. Maybe, but, but I, no. I, this is my thing. Time, I'm I'm not talking about putting Javon Carter in a in a rotation. You know what I'm saying? In a lineup. Sure. My whole thing was during a game when you see somebody cooking, you don't take them out the game. You allow them yeah. to play. That's my whole thing of of this. Where he is in the rotation, how many minutes he gets, all that stuff was none of my worry or my concern because everything you said, I agree with. It, it should your role player is not he's not going to be um, um, the dude who changes every your whole entire fortune. You are who you are, 
But damn it, if the dude is out here and I see him hit three straight threes and you take him out the game and you don't bring him back to the fourth quarter, what are we what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. What am I yeah. what rotation am I holding on to right here? So like Javon, you're not winning this mm-hmm. way. Javon Carter right now is attempting eight point five threes per thirty-six minutes, which is so small sample size, but that's like the highest of his career by far. And he's shooting fifty percent from three. I think my thing, like I think Celine's right that he's not gonna save this team, but I think with Billy Donovan, I'm just perplexed on how he played 13 minutes in an overtime game and he went two for four yeah. for three in 13 minutes. I just and the whole the whole all season was about shot profile and getting shooters yes. and whatever, whatever. And you know, when they got Carter for this deal and everyone was like, wow, like you wouldn't think that we could get someone like that for this deal. And he fits what we need perfectly. And he's bringing like a little slow start, but now he's starting to bring what we hope for. And they're just like, nah, we not playing him more than 19 minutes. 20 minutes. Nine. I can argue. <laughs> I can argue that if you close with Javon instead of Kobe that game, you probably win because if you looked at what the Suns were doing, they were attack- well. I mean, all teams have been doing this. They've been attacking Kobe late defensively, trying to get yes and oh, to yeah. switch switch onto like the best player and and Kobe. Listen, I like Kobe, and again, this is not about this is not necessarily about Kobe because it's not his fault that he is surrounded by like these three guys that are so bad defensively themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not capable of negating a switch. Like he's that, like, he allows that switch to happen uh, where like, especially when you look at that, that game, uh, the, the, the game winner against uh, the sun where Nurk was able to roll and get that win uh, beforehand, like Caruso was on KD and the sun switched it, got the switch because they were able to get Kobe because Kobe wasn't able to fight through that screen and and AC was uh, unfortunately switched off of KD, and then they had to bring up trap KD to get the ball out of KD's hands. Mm-hmm. And then on the back end, there was other mistakes too, like Demar really slow getting over on the help on Nurk. Um, it just kind of like a whole like chain reaction. It just starts with Kobe, but maybe if Javon's there instead of Kobe, he's able to stop that switch from happening. And then AC is still on KD. And maybe KD still is KD and hits just a tough shot over AC and you tip your hat at that point. But I think you don't see, yeah, at at least you don't see like bad rotations, defensive rotations killing you. It's just Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant killing you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather take that than than the the, just being us being bad. It's like, listen, I'll tip my hat to KD, man. But like letting Nurk roll to the basket and, and Demar's all late, and because we get we couldn't avoid stop the switch from happening and all that stuff. That's bad basketball, and that's that's how like those losses are like where you can say, okay, maybe Javon does make a difference there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just my whole thing. It's like, and I think I guess I'm kind of talking back and forth here, but like I, like I said, I, you know, there's there's definitely things to criticize. Like I like I've always been like, listen, I'm not the best X and is I'm not really a great X and X's and O's guys. I try to learn. I'm very like I love watching videos and learning about different plays and type type of uh, actions and things like that. And I'm watching like the the Atlanta Hawks and Magic, and I, I always wonder like, man, why can't Billy have more off ball stuff for Zach? And the argument always becomes, well, Zach doesn't want to play that way, so he's not going to. But you know, what was the conversation about Trey Young? Wasn't it always, there's no way Trey Young can play off ball. 
right? Yeah. Wasn't that the obvious conversation? It was a, yeah, um, was real ball dominant. But yeah. but we got but we got. I was watching the game yesterday, the Magic and and, and Hawks game. Just a rerun from the day before, right? And I'm sitting okay. there looking, and I'm and I'm curious. He balled and out. I'm like, he balled out, but like this man, the coach there, uh, Meth Dan. You know he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he has Quinn Snyder has Trey Young making cuts off ball, Trey Young. So you're telling me a guy that we all said Trey Young can't play off ball, doesn't know how to play off ball, is doing off ball stuff. Why can't Zach Levine do off ball stuff? I mean, that, I think there's criticism there for Billy in that sense. Like we can't just say though the roster just the players just won't do it. That's I mean, first, that thing. That's fair criticism to me. That Billy Dyke, Billy just has never been a coach that knows how to get offense going. Like he needs to just. Bite the bite the bullet and just be like, listen, fine, I'll just get an offensive coordinator, someone that knows. Yeah, his point guard coaching offense. <laughs> well, not a point, point guard, guard, but just that's, like that's right now, you did. can't. All his whole sure. career, that's what he did. Sure, so he had a sure, point we, guard. We don't have that right now, so you can go get a I coach. Agree. Go I get know. like ter- like Terry Scott. Go get Terry Scott on the bench, and he can coach the offense, and you can focus on the defense and the other stuff. But, they, that, but listen, I mean, look at what they did to Austin. I mean, just even when they got a bottom of the barrel point guard. When Patrick Beverly with just a great IQ, mm. you saw you saw the elevation of the team. You know what I'm saying? Just from getting stuff like that. Right. Billy, right. I say it all the time. Billy offense don't work without a point guard. And that's the reason why. What you're saying. This is why it works so well for Lonzo. Because Lonzo's mm-hmm. IQ is out of this yeah. world. Yeah. Where he can just hand him the ball and just he'll just do it. You know what I mean? Billy don't have to tell him shit. He'll just run it. And Billy just makes adjustments from there. That's always been Billy Donovan. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. my thing with him is now it kind of feels like he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of certain things. And that's the issue I have. And and again, this has nothing to do with before the game, making your rotations, making your lineups or nothing. This is in-game stuff I'm talking about. Right. When you're watching it happen in front of you, seeing what's going on, right. oh man, this isn't working. Let me do, nope, this ain't working. I would feel it if it was working. If you weren't three and six and you're like, okay, and you don't look so bad in every phase. Right about now, right? In every phase you got, you either look average or below average in all your phases yeah. right now. That's what you look like. So if a guy comes in and he's just cooking, that's it. Like, I'm like, oh, man, he's hitting these threes and timely ones and doing it. Okay, bet. We'll give him an extra couple minutes. What am I saving these other minutes for who? To do what? No, bro. Like, we're trying to win. Like, I need your finger on the pulse like that. In that sense, you have it when you know – yeah. Guys like Patrick Williams and things like that need to come out. We all knew it. We saw it. We were like, no, nah, bro, time to get him out of there. You know what I mean? Billy gave him a shot. He wasn't scoring, putting up the Tony Stale binary code stat lines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's time to go sit down. Go have a seat. Bring me Tory Craig. Fine. We'll do it like that. I get it. That's a finger on the post kind of move right there. Mm. But to see it in this instance, knowing the offense that this team doesn't have and the three-point shooting profile – that we said they needed to have and that they said they were going to change to not actively do that during a game when you need it and you see that it's helping your team is frustrating as shit. And that's why the whole thing with Billy, just that, just that yeah. part, everything else. Yeah. I don't, I, I, you can, we can debate and argue on all this stuff and I don't really care, but I'm just talking about in game situation on that. That's it. Right. And, and Drew Stevens, who covers the bulls for it's the bigs. 
he he asked Billy about why you know we haven't seen Javon <laughs> Tory and with with playing with Zach Demar and uh, uh, Rosen, cool. and he Billy goes in this whole explanation, and then he's like, and then he finishes is like, it's not to say that we can't it can't happen in the second quarter. Okay, but like, dude, you're the coach, you're the one who makes it happen. It's like it's like that hot. It's like from that uh, that meme like. We're all trying to find the guy who did this. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, you, Billy, you are the one Man, that the can make it happen. Yeah. yeah, you are the one that can make it happen. Like, yeah. Do it. Like, like play any- Javon and Tori with those guys. Or play Javon more minutes. Right. I mean, and and he- it, 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 I just yeah, wanted to depress you. I just wanted to depress you a little more. <laughs> Real quick. No, I'm just saying. It's like, what, what are we I got doing? Like, this. No, I feel you. I, I got sent this, yeah. um, and this and again, I, my guy uh, Kevin Anderson sent me this. Yeah. Um, he was showing me the lineup with Tory Craig and the lineup with Patrick Williams mm-hmm. in it. Okay, so here's, here's what the Bulls are doing with with Patrick Williams. The offensive rating was 101. The minute this was in 64 minutes, mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. rating was 101. Your defensive rating was 120, and your net rating was minus 18. With Torrey Craig in the starting lineup, this is 60 minutes. Your offensive rating is 88. Your defensive rating is 139. And your net rating is minus 50. Now, I don't blame – this is going back to what you were saying. I don't put this on role players, you know what I'm saying, to come right. in and be your savior like yeah. this. I don't blame Torrey Craig, you know what I mean, for this. I don't even blame Billy Donovan, you know what I mean, for that because this is a move that needs to happen. I put that squarely on Patrick Williams, you know, because he made the move. Mm-hmm. The move needed to happen because of how he was playing. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? He got taken out because of how he was playing. That's on you. That's, think, that's completely think, on you. That's not on nobody else. It's, Putting up 0.3 rebounds is your ass. Sure. Pat needs to play better. But I also, again, go back to this idea that he can play better around. He, he Like, Someone someone posted stats too. Uh, whenever Pat is not playing with one of these guys is out of the rotation, mm-hmm. he just plays better because I think these guys drag him down. I think oh, I think they yeah. make him he like they they can't play again. My argument is they can't play well together. How is a young player developing supposed to learn to play off the off of them? Like I he's just not comfortable yeah, playing playing up with yeah, them. completely. He's yeah. not. Com- He's not comfortable playing with that. I'm not a, a, excusing Pat. Like the rebounding, he can do better rebounding. That's not an excuse. Like he can do that for sure. But he just does not know how to play off of these guys, and he's uncomfortable. He's not learned it. It's a developed skill for that. That, that learning how to play off these guys, being that role player, is a developed skill, and that's why we see guys like Javante, Tory Craig, AC. They know how to play that way off of guys that are. Uh, high usage ball dominant players. Mm-hmm. Pat hasn't learned that, so he doesn't know how to do it comfortably. So, like, I get it. Like, yes, Pat does need to b- play better, but it's I I just feel like it's un it's not n- entirely his fault either because he's no, just bro. being forced to play well off of guys that are bad, are bad playing no, with bro. each other. No, I, I yeah, I, I can't just I excuse, mean I don't. I hear you, but I can't excuse zero. I can't excuse 13% shooting from the three-point line. Mm. I can't excuse I mean, that's just cold. He's just cold. He's I, taking good shots. Ex- like, no, the, that's terrible. The shooting that's, that's is worse not, than yeah, cold. Sure. That's terrible. It is, but that's not him being like he's taking 
good shots. It's not like he's taking bad shots and missing bad shots. He's taking good shots. The only the only thing is the problem is the. You know what I mean? That ain't got nothing to do with the big three. That got to do with you. Mm. Your dribbling skills is you. Your effort on rebounds is you. Yeah, I've said. I've said the effort on rebounds is him. I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying doing the off-ball stuff. I hear you. Doing the off-ball stuff, he can't play. He can't do that off these guys. And him coming off the bench, right? And you're right. His numbers went up because I talked about it on the show. In the three games he played, his numbers went up. You know what I mean? Coming off the bench. He's already averaging nine points, uh, I believe four rebounds. He started shooting better from the field, shoot about 43%. And I start think he was shooting 33 or something like that from the three-point line. So, yeah, his numbers went up, you know what I'm saying, when he went to the bench and becoming a little more free and find it like that. But those mistakes I, that he was still making, like as far as the awareness of what's going on on the floor, as far as the dribbling of the basketball, the fact that he still has no move. He don't have a go-to. He has no moves, bro. Like, he yeah. don't. He don't have any basketball moves that he has. So I saw him play better in the starting lineup last year than he did this year. And and I've never really seen a regression like that. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it's just been a real regression for him, you know, this season where it's just been like, damn, that's, that's bad. You know what I mean? This is just bad basketball. And you, and you, and I'm not disagreeing completely with your point. Cause some of that is on, you know, he. I, I agree. I, I still think he plays out of position. I still don't think he's a four. I still think he's a three. I know that don't matter to a lot of people, but for me, it matters. You know what I mean? Like, I think it matters that he's a number three on your squad. But to be a number three guy, man, you got to be able to cross somebody up. You know what I mean? You ever see him dribble? Bro, it's, it's sad watching him. Like, I've watched him dribble it off his leg a bunch of times this year, man. I watch him turn it over, make really bad turnovers this bunch of times. I've looked at him more as a role player this year than I have as a starter, even when he was a starter. And I want him to be better as a starter. So I'm, I, I keep likening this to Jay Cutler. And when I when mm. I talked about Jay Cutler, for the first five years when Cutler was here, I was down because I was like, Cutler don't have what he needs. He don't have an offensive line. Yeah. He don't have the receivers. You know, he don't have the right offensive coordinator. He don't have the right coach. Right. I watched them give him all of that and then give him the money and make him the highest paid quarterback in the league. And he still gave you the same damn thing. That's when I got off the train. I'm not off the train with Pat yet because I still believe in that part right there. What you just said, Celine, I got to see him have it. And then let's just, you know, let him fall flat on his face or let him fly, you know, having it in the way that he wants to have it. Then fine. If it doesn't work that way, fine. But I'm telling you, it's getting damn close. (laughs) <laughs> to that point, because this is a contract year. This year you want some money, bro. This is this is life-changing money time. You go and you make that shit happen, though. You cannot have games where you don't score. I don't care what they're doing. You can't have games where you don't score. That is a problem, man. That is a complete problem that is on him. I can't put that on the big three if the I see you with the ball and you don't want to shoot. Or I see you taking bad shots. And some of those shots, you're right. They just weren't going down. And they just look like, man, some of these just ain't hitting right now. But them percentages, bro, are putrid. <laughs> like, those are no, some of the no doubt. Yeah, I mean, percentages no I've doubt. seen. Yeah. No doubt. And I, like I said, like, like the threes that he's taking, they're all good looks. He's just and I'm not still make- with him. 
Let me know, just say that. Start, I'm still with that. Yeah, I'm still yeah. with that. But he's been hitting, he's been hitting the three batter coming off the bench for whatever reason. I think the cold like the shooting touch is just coming back. I don't think I don't think the shooting touch has anything to do with who he's playing with. I think it was just him just going through like a bad shooting streak. Um, and I think if he was starting right now, the sh- shooting would probably be the same. Like he would be making the shot again because he's he's starting to hit that three ball again more so than than he was. But yeah, like I said, I, I understand. Like there's there's things that like Pat does right well right now that he just can't do playing off of the big three because he doesn't have that that role player to, like knowing how to play off of guys like like uh, like that are high usage players. He does mm-hmm. doesn't. It's so he's so learning how to do that. And he that that that's on something that's part of his growth, the development, and maybe eventually he'll learn um, as as he, he gets more seasoned. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I just I, I think he's also in a tough spot to himself it's just because be this whole roster like... is such it's such a it's such a you know we're just in a bad place on this team. This team is just in, <laughs> it's in a bad place. It's in a bad sure. place, man. And it I think. Sure. I think we'll see the same thing happen with not to say like like Larry and like whatever like I don't I I have never thought Pat was a like a, a future perennial all star like I thought he could be a really good high level role player and I think when he goes to another organization sadly uh, I think that's when we'll start seeing it more uh, and and I think it's good that's. I think that's where we're probably headed at with with Pat, but I hope we'll see. There's still it's all a long I season. I, I like. I want him. I want him. <laughs> I I love Pat. I'm a, I'm yeah. still very much on the Pat train, but I I just get I'm just at a point where I just don't know if it's going to happen with the Bulls anymore. I, especially we're looking I, at what's happening. I, I, I think I'm. That's my prediction that I think he's going to go somewhere else where uh, where he probably fits better with the surrounding cast and and that. Maybe it maybe with out. a coach that has a better offensive game plan, um, mm. and, and he figures it out, yeah, and he figures it out, and and we and becomes like, like that good role player. We've even seen like Bobby Portis go somewhere and just be in a role that suits him and just ball the hell out, and now yeah. he's got value for what he does, and I think that's my thing. Like with Pat, like I think I think both of y'all are right. Because there are things that I'm concerned about with Pat in terms of just like individual playmaking and just individual offensive potential. And I do think you're right too, Celine, where he clearly just isn't a great fit next to this big three. And so it, it just makes me wonder how he's going to play when he is like if the Bulls tear all of this down and they bring Pat back, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays when he's like the guy where he has to shoulder that responsibility like day in and day out and how he's going to react to that. I don't know if he's going to like suddenly like have all of this offensive potential being the number one guy, but at least he would be in a, a situation to sink or swim. But I think just seeing what has happened to players like, you know, Bobby and Lowry and, um, you know, even Wendell for a little bit, just having some success outside of Chicago, being in better roles, being in situations where they can utilize their skill sets better. I feel like I'm just not out on Pat just because of that. Because like, man, if he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not out. Daniel on Pat Gafford, too. yeah, Daniel, yeah, Daniel <laughs> yeah. Gafford has been a, a solid contributor and. Uh, hell, even if you want to go campaign, like Dude, campaign Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's 
hey, it, it's something it's something in the building, man. I don't know. It, it's something it, in the building, brother. Is, yeah. Something is in the building where these guys are not playing to you know how how you how you want them to play. And yeah. even with um even with Zach Levine, I mean Zach Levine's an all-star, but like I guarantee you if he like you said earlier, if he goes somewhere where it's a good situation, he gonna ball mm-hmm. the hell out. And the, ball, bro. and the perception around him, we've joked, it's going to like change drastically. It's gonna be you're gonna see Zach Levine playing the exact same way he did as a bull, but you'll see more people being like, "Damn, man, he's so improved!" Like, man, he's changed his game so much. And it's like, nah, bro. Like he, all he did was change his uniform. Like, that's it. Right. <laughs> that's we watch this game after game. Yeah, yep. yeah. We like same player, man. It's just he's got good players around him. He's in a good situation, and it ain't all mm-hmm. on him no more. So. Yeah, I think they have to and and again back to Pat like real quick. Again, I'm still with Pat. Like I have a friend who completely jumped off the train after three games. He was like, I hate him. He's the first. <laughs> I can't stand him. He's like, and he was a huge Pat fan, but he just got so detracted by what he saw, man. Like mm. a guy who just didn't look like again, if you just look like you don't care out there, it does something to me. Mm. You know what I mean? It bothers me, man. It just does. Like we just look like, eh, okay. And, and I'm like, wait, what? Where's the, ah, you know yeah. what I mean? Where's the fire? And I'm not saying you got to be jumping around, punching people in the face, you know what I mean? Doing stuff like that. But mm. I need to see something that you, you know, give a damn a little bit. Um, But I still am on the Pat train. I, I got one foot on it. Like for the reasons that Salim stated and what you just said, Ed, like just in my soul, I know if he goes to the right situation, like he going, he going to be nice. Yeah. Cause I see the skill, you know what I mean? And I watch it and I'm like, he has these things. Like I know what he, I, I'm not blind. It was like with Lowry, like mm. I knew I wasn't crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't insane about what I was looking at. And of course, Lowry actually had a sample size. That's the difference that what right. Salim even mentioned. Like he even has a bigger, there was February Lowry happening mm. out here. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't getting, I was getting hot sauce delivered from Finland. You know what I mean? With Lowry's face on it. You know what I mean? It was a yeah, different yeah. world. You know what I mean? A different monster of a dude who's averaging 18 to 9. You know what I mean? Who looked like the team should be built around him. Yeah. When I've seen Pat just be Pat and and it, and he didn't have to worry about, you know, passing to somebody or deferring to somebody, yeah, he looked better. I think about that Minnesota game when he was the, the dude on the floor. You know, I'm like – that still sticks in my brain. I think about him his rookie year when he was just basically the dude floating around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just doing everything. That block on Aiton, I think about often, you know, that he had. Like, that kind of athleticism and those kind of things, how does that just go away? That doesn't just leave, you know? Yeah. I still think, and this is me personally saying this, I don't know this, but I think that wrist injury did something to him, you know? That dude has the hugest hands I've seen since Kawhi Leonard, and he still can't hold the ball. You know what I mean? There's something wrong with that. Like, yeah. it, this is just speculation. Again, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. But, you know, it's something up, man. Like, it's something going on. And for me, it's all mental, you know what I'm saying, with Pat. Like, it's some mental things happening with him that, I don't know, it's just not clicking. Whether it's the coach or the front office or who he's playing with, it's something that's just not clicking. And I want to see him – have it before I can say, okay, you ain't got it. You know, some people can see you without it and and know it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not one of those people. I want to see you have it. You know what I mean? And be like, okay, okay, fine. You ain't got it. That's fine. That's why I wanted Zach to be, have a team built around him. I wanted to see 
okay, fine. You ain't that dude. All right, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. fine. And, and I can move on and live with that. And it's just going to be interesting for Pat, man. It's just going to be so interesting. But man. the Bulls, like, the position they're in, like Sleem said, it's not a good one. You know what I mean? It's a bad position that they're in because they still don't have the shooting. You know, their defense, which is what Billy did, hasn't been great. You know what I mean? This year, it just really hasn't. It has not been great. Yeah. And it's going to get tougher and harder because of the teams that they're going to play. So my thing is, I don't, I like chaos. You know what I mean? (laughs) When it comes to stuff like this, I enjoy the chaos. I do. Because that means change. The chaos, some people, the hard headed. What my man say, um, most dev said that, man. Most like uh the hard headed gotta feel it to believe it. Mm. You know, that's yeah. just what it yeah. is. Like you gotta feel some people gotta be punched in the face and say, Oh, that hurts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, like I we get felt it. that before, like uh All Star Weekend, I think was uh, uh in Chicago. Yes. We, we always talk about that, how like that was a I mean, that was more than a punch. Like, I don't know what you yeah. would call that, but like, <laughs> you know, you, the, the NBA in your backyard and you got no representation and yeah, it, that that hurt. And I think we're going through something now where it's like this team doesn't have a calling card. They don't. Yeah. The, the offense is bad. The defense mm-hmm. is bad. The three-point rate has not increased at all from last season. Uh-huh. They are still a low-value three-point shooting team. It a lot of games simply just come down to math, whether we like it or not, and yeah. the Bulls are always on the wrong side of it. And yes, um, yes, I think like last season I was consistently, I, I mean, even though, even though it's like I I know that a rebuild is logical. Last season I was just like, man, I just don't want to go through all of this again because it's just like, man, we I'll just got out of that, and uh, like here we go again, and. I, I love just watching competitive basketball, but we're not getting competitive basketball <laughs> anymore yes. with this group. And it's just, all right, it, there's not anywhere else you can really go with this. And um, the sharp, the sharps are really circling, man. It, it's, it, it's, it, I, I think it's, it's getting to a point where we're going to just wake up one day and shit is going to start going down. Yeah. Yeah, it's on its way down, man. Yeah, it, and we're gonna watch it. Yeah, and, and the, I'm ready the, to watch it burn. The first domino, <laughs> yeah, the, the first domino is going to fall one day, especially if we continue at this rate. Where, I mean, three and six, and um, and, it, I, I, and that's, that's kind of my question for y'all, man. Who's if when it happens, who's the first domino? Who do you think it is? Like, who do you think is the one that is the first one to signal up? It's a wrap. Because there's literally like three options, you know what I'm saying, that you could trade and, and be like, this is signaling, this is over. DeMar. You know? I think it's DeMar, man. I think okay. De- I think they DeMar will I think DeMar is the easiest to trade because he's on an expiring deal. He's a he's still a twenty point per game scorer, even though he's in decline. And there will be teams around the NBA who would want him, especially contenders. So to oh, me, yes. Demar would be if the Bulls woke up one day like, all right, we're we're gonna move Demar. I think they'd have like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. I think they'd have a lot of suitors, and they could get. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're gonna get like this amazing deal, but I think they could get like a first right. or something like that, and maybe a player. But yeah, I think Demar is when they trade Demar, it's like all right, it's time to it's time to pack it in. So I think Demar goes first, and then I think Zach would be more of a deadline or off-season type of trade perhaps mm-hmm. uh, it just depends on if the bulls accept the reality that they're not going to get this 
high tech like they're not going to get this high price for him like they're going to have to they're going to have to discount that so you know you can't you can't put like a, a $400 like price tag on something that people aren't wanting so you got to drop that down so I, mm. I, I don't know with with Zach but and then Vooch I think would probably be I think he'd be somewhat easy I mean he's not making a ton of money but he could be a useful starting center for some teams but yeah it's I think Demar when that that's that first domino that falls. Yeah, you you already know what's up. Really? Yeah, I want to I want to get back. I'm sorry, I wasn't. I'm not trying to like jump around here on the conversations, but like I was just looking up some numbers here, just okay. to show like how Pat plays with uh, the big three, and and either one of them not in the lineup, and how he plays without them in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just so with. Hold on, well, let me just do one more thing here. Were you over there doing homework and research? I'm crunching some numbers. It's like that Zach Galifianakis <laughs> gift with the like the, the math and the numbers. Right, and the, right. Yeah. <laughs> From the hangover, like, yeah. Come back on the patch. I must tell you what yeah. that okay, is. Got it going on <laughs> right these now. are rough estimates. So yeah. these are rough yeah. estimates. Uh, okay. So with, without, uh, without Zach in the lineup, Mm-hmm. Uh, Are we saying this season from, or what, what all, com, all three years combined? All, all three, three years combined. All three all years right. combined. With Zach, uh, with without Zach in the lineup, uh, Pat averages with Zach in the lineup. Pat averages per hundred possessions. This is per hundred possessions, okay. about fifteen point seven points a game, and that's on about fifty six percent true shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without Zach in the lineup, he averages 20.4% for a game. This Again, this is 100 possessions mm-hmm. at 58% two shooting percent. So he's better without Zach in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Without DeMar in the lineup, he goes from 15.6 uh, on 56% uh, two shooting percentage to 21.2 at 58% two tr- shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. Without Vooch in the lineup, he goes with Vooch in the lineup, 15.6 at 55 true shooting percentage to 21.4 at 60% true shooting percentage. So all these numbers with one of those guys not in the lineup, Pat playing without one of those guys in the lineup, he's better. I mean, I, like I'm saying, it's like I, I get there's certain things he can do better. Like, and this is just like his scoring. I can do the rebounding. He can do better regardless. I, I think those are just things that he just needs to uh, – he needs to be a little more aggressive on the rebounding side. But I think like when we talk about the scoring and all that stuff, it's just harder for Pat to score with the, playing with all three of those guys. Mm. And I think the numbers show it that – when one of those guys is not in the lineup and Pat is playing without one of those guys, at least one of those guys, he just scores better. And I'm not saying he's going to be a 20 point per game. This is, this is based off right. of a hundred possessions, right? So even the 15 points per game is elevated because it's based off of, it does a, like, uh, uh, it, it, it um, expedites the uh, yeah. numbers and it does what mm-hmm. it, it takes a, a larger projection out of those hundred, hundred possessions. So like I said, it just kind of, it just kind of shows that Pat is just better without without those guys playing away from those guys, and it's so, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. No, I I agree, but I'm my question to you now is so even with that, do you expect Pat's numbers 
to be substantially better now since he's not going to be playing with them and he's coming off the bench. I mean, by 100 possessions, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers are. Okay. Like, if you put in 100 possessions. Like, the raw numbers are just not going to get there because, he, because again, this offense is centered around around three guys. And whenever these guys are on the floor, it's trying to get good looks for them. So, the, they're always going to have a high usage. So, the usage around them is for the players around them is probably not going to be there. Um I think we've seen a little better from Pat as far as getting the shots up, and he needs to continue to keep shooting. Um, I think the numbers are going to certainly look better for Pat as the season goes on, playing away from them. But we'll see. We'll see. Yes. But no, we'll I, see how I, it works out. But it's like I said, like I told you, his numbers are better when he was he's been coming right. off the bench so far. Like his numbers have been better because, like you said, but those just guys play, aren't there. And uh, right. but then he'll still have a game, like last game against Phoenix sure. where he puts up three points right. and, and four rebounds and and in 20 minutes I believe that he played so it's it's I guess it's more the consistency I'm gonna need to see from him to be like right. okay bet I got you Pat I'm with you I'm rock with you on that because knowing you're better and understandably better with without uh Demar Zach and Vooch because you don't have to worry about them as well. Like it's more on you and you can kind of maneuver how you want to maneuver out there. The fact of the decline this year, then more so than it was last year, is what's disturbing. And so again, having games where you put up nothing, you know what I'm saying? In three games where you literally put up nothing is disturbing more so than when I saw you last year and you're still, he still was uh serviceable as hell. You know, watching him last year in the starting lineup, he didn't miss a game. Watch him start 82 games. And I still saw him be a serviceable basketball player. And I still saw him hit from a very good percentage from three. And I still saw him, you know what I'm saying, be not aggressive all the time, but have games where he would be aggressive. And still putting up, what do you have, like nine, ten points a game or something like that? Mm-hmm. Just doing that as as a starter. And I'm like, okay, I see that. Coming into this year, it's been the regression of not just him because, you know, we just talked about how Zach yeah. has regressed, went down. You know what I mean? DeMar has gotten older. He's went down. You know, a lot of these guys have just haven't been playing better. His is what's more damning to me because a lot of this, and unfortunately it shouldn't be like this, but a lot of it stemmed on how good Pat was going to be. Because if Pat was, you know, on point doing his thing, the Bulls are a better basketball team. Like, and sure. I don't think it's it should be like that for him, on him, because he's just – I don't know if he's ready for all that yet. So all that is – I hear. All that I hear. But, again, I can't – my thing is effort, and I can't excuse that part no, of it. No, no doubt. Yeah. And when that comes up, you know what I'm saying, and that happens, then that's going to piss me the hell off. You know, and I think and the I'm, effort I'm get on yes like that, like when, when it's about that. <laughs> I think the effort comes in on the rebounding, but his deep like so. When you look at Pat last game; he was plus eighteen, and yes, he the reason he was plus eighteen is because he played some good defense in that first half. He did, and then I think he really struggled at finishing at the rim, and he finished seven. like one of seven or one, yeah, yes. something like one of seven, one of eight from the field, and then Billy at that point had to pull him, mm-hmm. but like defense. I feel like defensively he's been pretty consistent. And I think the reason like the biggest issues around him is again is his is scoring. It's he's he I'm needs scoring. to he does need to shoot better. He does need to shoot better. 
And I think that's the biggest conversation. I think right now, if he was shooting the ball at his 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 like career averages, maybe the noise isn't there as much. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. No, completely yeah. agree with that. Like, I would still be like, damn, Pat, come on, man. Like, I know you can do it. You know what I mean? It would still be that. Then what, me saying, what the hell are you doing yeah. out there, yeah. you know? No, yeah. But I'm with you. I would like to see more of him without that. And you know, in the starting lineup, doing that as he want. Ed, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just saying, like, everything you're saying is like, yo, you just want to see if Pat got the sauce. Like, you just want to see. That's if, it. Yeah, if he got the sauce, like mentally, if he got that, just anything in his bag to really stand out. Especially if we're going to be. I mean, I don't know if it's going. I mean, probably imminent at some point. But if we enter some sort of rebuilding phase, like Pat is going to be the guy. Um, yeah. Not necessarily the guy that they hope is who are winning a championship around, but at least short term, he's going to be the guy that they're going to say, yo, okay, is he a, is he a piece? Is he a critical piece of this team? And he's going to get those mm-hmm. opportunities. So we want to see if he, if, if he can be some sort of like leader in any sort of way, whether he's leading by example or leading by personality, or, you know, if right. he has that, those moves in his game, is he going to be able to shoot more consistently? Is he going to be able to stay more involved, be more aggressive consistently? And mm-hmm. he's had those, he he's had those had those instances when Zach hasn't been in the lineup sometimes, or when one or like two or three of all of those like big three haven't been in the lineup. We've seen some of those yeah. flashes, but we just haven't seen it like for like a really consistent stretch overall. Hell, you could right. even argue when he has been shooting the ball like well, like we haven't seen that. Like he makes the shots, but like overall, he just hasn't really had that sort of consistent aggression. I think. We saw more of it last year, but we know it's been a problem throughout his career. So it's just like, <laughs> yes, we, yeah, we just want to know if he has like has that edge, has that sauce to really be like yeah. a, a guy. I think even with Kobe not playing as well, like I think with Kobe, I think I feel more about in terms of like having a little bit of sauce. Like Kobe's got Correct. some moves like Kobe. He, he can play with a little bit of killer instinct sometimes. And you just kind of want to see yeah. that from from Pat. It's not going to be quite Denzel Valentine mentality, but just a little ah, ah. just a little something, you know? <laughs> just a dash is, is all you're yeah, talking just a about. Da- just, just a dash will do you. A, a dash will do you. If you could get a dash of the Denzel Valentine juice, then you going to be good. But if you got none of you're it, gonna be then, all right. yeah, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> no, but you're, I, I completely agree, agree with that, man. And yeah. you just want the consistency, you know what I mean, from it. And you just want to believe in and what you're seeing. Like I don't, I don't think I'm crazy. Like I want to see the Demar come out. Like mm-hmm. all this work you're doing, you know what I mean, with Demar and all that. I want, I have to see it come out. Yeah. And then it's what he also has said himself because he put some of this stuff on himself. When mm-hmm. I know I can be an all star in this league, you know what I mean. And then it went from I know I can be an all star in this league, but now I'm, I'm thinking I know I can be an all NBA player in this league. These are his words. You know what I mean? Yeah. All NBA players and all starters don't come off the bench like that. Right. They got to start. You know what I mean? You got to get out there and you got to play. If that's what you're saying you want, if that's what you're saying that's the goal for you, that's what it has to be. You know what I mean? Like, but it, those guys also find ways, even within the muck and the mire of what you're in, they'll still yeah. find some kind of way, you know what right. I mean? To, to get something going for themselves. And, I don't know. And maybe he's just that kind of player that has to have it set up. There are many players like that. Mm. They have to have it set up for them right before they can, you know, do that thing. Mm. Maybe he's like that. I've, I've likened him, Celine, to to an actor. You know what I mean? To You know how you have an actor who you tell them the role and what they need to do, and then they ask you, what's my motivation? 
Mm. You know, oh. like some some of them can just turn on the camera. I'm I'm going. You know what I mean? Like I'm acting. This is what I do. Other people need to know the scene. What's this character's mm-hmm. backstory? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How does mother grow up? You know, it's how does father feel? Be like, dude, you're robber number six. <laughs> like, you know, I don't need you to have all this backstory. I just need you to go out there and point the gun. You know what I mean? So some people are just like that, though. Some people are method, you know what I mean, to, to their acting and their, and their art. And it feels right. like Pat is like that kind of guy, you know, like a method. He needs to, he needs to know what it is and how it needs to happen before he can actually, you know, get out there and do it. All I'm saying is that I'm still with Pat. I'm still rolling with the dude. I'm with him. But the time is running short. It's all I'm oh, telling man. you. I, I, it's a and I've, also, <laughs> I've also kind of blamed like the organization too, because it's like a, okay. it's like a weird thing where you decide to draft a player that's raw and, and needs like the development time, but then you expedite the win now situation. Mm. Um, that's also like a confusing thing too. It's like, why would you draft a guy that needs the ball in his hands that needs to play, play through mistakes, go out there and make mistakes, live with those and then learn from those mistakes. And you can't, and you can afford to let him make those mistakes. Cause it's like winning is not necessarily the priority mm-hmm. uh, with, with, when you're trying to win, like mistakes are, are going to be where you get pulled from the game. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah and i don't know it's just like it's a whole thing it's like you can't you 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 gotta pick a direction and you gotta you gotta you they pick the direction after they drafted him and it just it's just been i don't know it's been handled pat needs to be better for sure but like it's also been handled like such really badly by the bulls yeah i i love that analogy by day so i'm i'm yeah. I'm gonna start seeing <laughs> robber number six is what I gotta remember. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, so, <laughs> let's, let's, like, let's, how you want me to say it? Stick him up. Stick, yeah, stick, stick, stick him up. Stick him stick up. up. Should I be a proper up. robber? <laughs> Should I be? Or is this robber lack education? Is he more of right. a? Is he more of a street guy? Stick him up a lot. Or stick that dude up. Like, is it something like? You know what I mean? Like, bro, it's just three words, man. Just kill. Just, right. just say the words. Say, you know say the mean? words and point the gun, man. Right, you know, horizontal actors, or vertical. You know, are, like <laughs> right. And some actors are phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? At that, you know what I mean. Some are. Some are method yeah. actors, just like that, and they're phenomenal, incredible actors. Yeah. Like they need to know that stuff. But some can be like Samuel L. Jackson and just show up and yeah. give me the script. And yeah. this is what it is. You know what I mean? Press record. So it's like that, go. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody's yeah. different. There's there's no one way to be be great. You know what I mean? There's a million ways to be great, man. Yeah. But there's also a million ways to not be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I don't want him to discover those other ways, you know? Yeah. So whatever changes need to be made to put him in his situation, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put him in that situation. And even more so to your point, um, Salim, like you you see when you watch Tory Craig out there and Tory Craig goes one for three, you don't notice him going one for three. You notice when Pat goes one for three. Mm. It's it's incredibly noticeable when you're watching Pat. I think people are so paying attention to it more because it's Pat. No, no, but it, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tory Craig's more of a system guy, though. You know what I mean? He's more of a guy that doesn't need the basketball, and it doesn't matter. It, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't need that. Like he affects the game in so many other ways that you're not looking at him going one for three. You know what I mean? Or 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 two for. 
two for uh five or something like that. It won't it won't hurt you. You know what I mean? In your brain, you're you're not thinking on him like that. With Pat, you see it. It's it's noticed. You know what I mean? Like when he does it, because you're dependent on him in some kind of way to flash in the show out there. And to Celine's point, it's hard for him to flash in the show when he you know got other dudes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that people are waiting on to see. Like he's the opening act, and people ain't coming to see you right now. You right. know what I'm saying? Like. He he wants to be. If you're going to be the headliner, though, you gotta you gotta show it, though, man. It's got to be something consistent. Like if Pat goes this next, what if Pat goes five straight games and double digit points? That's consistency. You know what I mean? Like that's what like. Oh, okay, bet that's something consistent. I can see from Pat. I get that. That's nice. That's something I ain't really seen him do. You know, in in any capacity. And yeah, that's what gets like. Oh man, does this dude got it like that? I don't know. Yeah. But we're going to find out. I want to find out before he's just let go and given up on and stuff like that. I need to find out because I don't want to watch him in another team's uniform and you find out, oh, shit. He, <laughs> well, I, I'm, he this is why I'm hoping they blow it up and, and let Pat and Kobe and yeah. these guys. Let just the young guys run it. Yeah. Run, run, why not? Let Julian Phillips get out there. Like, right, right. Let them young yeah. guys run it, man. That also is going to be the coaching change as well because Billy Donovan yeah. is not here for a rebuild, yeah. man. That's going to yeah, be the coaching sure. change, bro. Yeah. Like, no doubt bro. about that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, bro, he's yeah, not even no going to come that. out of retirement to rebuild. <laughs> yeah, bro. I didn't. He ain't, he ain't I, come out of retirement no to coach Julian that. Phillips. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not here for you know uh, I mean? for Bidham and, and, and DC. Yeah, like, he's not here for the team and, and yeah. Dalen Terry's yeah, regression. He ain't here for that. He ain't here for all that, man. Shout out Dalen Ted. Keep playing, yeah. Dalen. You were aggressing yeah, hard, Dalen. but keep playing. I'm rocking oh, with you. Dalen, God. like, that was bizarre. Did you guys see, not, not to get into a big Dalen conversation by any means, but he went to the Windy City Bulls and only played nine yeah. minutes. Very like, weird, I hope he right? didn't get hurt. I hope he didn't get hurt. That's like, yeah. what's going on with that? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> Why know are you sending is. a guy down there for nine minutes of play? I, like, that's that's a waste of time. I got no word. Mm. I, I... <laughs> I'm still Dalen. I love Dalen, man. I like Dalen, but man, look, I, I hope we have some. I hope we can work work our way up to getting a Dalen Terry type of segment like we do with Pat. That would be great. But right now, it's just he's just kind of just like a footnote in all of this. But I mean, yeah, yes, I, he is. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I love DT, man. But yeah, we're, we're gonna see. Uh, my guy. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Um, I mean, yeah, like like I said, with the way the season is trending, we may end up getting to see Pat front and center at some point and the yeah. method acting. He won't be robber number six. He's going to be star number one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see that in short order. Uh, yeah, let, let's, let's wrap up, man. Dave, this has been a blast talking to you, man. We, we always love breaking everything down with you, man. Let right. our listeners know what you're working on. We know we can catch you on CSGO, but let everybody know what yeah. you're working on, what you got in the pipeline, man. And yeah, just uh, appreciate you, man, for always stopping by, bro. Man, like I say, man, I, I love talking to y'all, bro. I really appreciate y'all coming on. We yeah. we never on time, and I love it. And it's great. Straight you know what I mean? I love, man. Hey, man, I, lo- I love I love the debates. I I, I love the laughs. I, I love all of it, man. Yeah. Like it's it's really fun. Yeah, and I appreciate both of y'all, brothers. No, I appreciate you, bro. Um, so yeah, but like you mentioned, CHGO Bulls is what I do daily basis. Me, Matt Peck. Uh, Will Gottlieb and uh, I got Mark K, Mark K yeah. uh, joins us occasionally, but he does the uh, podcast with Will, the Bulls HQ pod with Will on CHGO mm-hmm. Bulls. He does that. Um, 
you could catch me. Oh, ball on bulls. Uh, I don't do it as much mm. uh, anymore mm. uh, because you know the schedule is kind of crazy now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but it's, yeah. but um, I do. We do have one coming up uh, for sure. I, I definitely have one coming up. I probably would have did it this week, but I came on here. It's not y'all fault. It's just my decision. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, one is coming uh, soon. If not next week, then the week after. I just wanted to wait till the season started before I just, you know, did one again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that is still uh, a thing for sure. Ball on Bulls is, is definitely still a thing. Um, yeah, we have uh, a... Chicago Bulls takeover happening on Friday, November 17th. That is when myself, Matt Peck, uh, Will Gottlieb will be at the UC. Uh, people can go to uh, allchgo.com, you know, get tickets, which are pretty cheap, but it includes uh tickets to the game. You can pregame with us at, at one of the local bars that we'll be at. Have a great time. Uh, we'll take a shuttle over to the game. Watch the Bulls. You'll get to see the cool new court. I'm actually pretty excited about seeing the court mm. up close. Uh, so I'm excited to watch that. But, yeah, come on out for that. Uh, if you can't make that one, we're having a watch party November 28th at Wings and Rings on 35th and Halstead, I believe. But November 28th, I think they're playing Boston. I could be wrong about that. Mm. But, yeah, we're having a watch party. We're going to do our show from there as well. Uh, at Wings and Rings, uh, yeah, on 35th the Hall says. So come on out uh, for that. That will also be fun. Be cool to see y'all at either one of those uh, events. But, yeah, we're just going to keep plugging along, keep talking bulls, keep laughing and crying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> through this team. And you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Ball Sports, B-A-W-L Sports, uh, Instagram, Big Dave, C-H-G-O. Um, yeah, that's it. Yo. You stay busy, man. You grinding a lot of opportunities <laughs> for Bulls fans to come out, man. Support y'all, rock with y'all, talk about the team, like you said, laugh together, cry together, try yeah. and get through this as best we can. But yo, yeah, man, always appreciate you, man. Um, appreciate y'all, brothers, man. Salim, you got any final thoughts before we wrap, man? Yeah, man. Just uh, like I said, always a pleasure uh, having Dave on. Always a pleasure when I get to like hang out with Dave too. So yeah, uh, I won't be That's able okay. to make it to the game. Uh, for I'm because I'm gonna be in DC for a wedding, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I'll be there on the 28th. Um, I'll right be on. there, uh, hang out with you guys to watch. Trying to get Ed game. out there, man. Yeah, trying well, to, man well, they, I'm trying to get him out of Chicago I'm for trying, sure. I'm, like, I mean, it's, it's on the it's, I've been saying it's on the radar for like the longest, but yeah, I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to get up there. Oh so, man, yeah. I got my guy, I got my guy easy coming from Paris next week, bro. He's coming from oh, Paris. Oh my god, bro. Man. You ain't nah. having no more excuses, man. I, I, look, man. I think I'm just gonna have to get on the road and just drive, say up the plane, man. And just make that drive one day. But yeah, I'm, we gonna make it happen, man. Because I gotta, I gotta right rock right with on. y'all, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, you know, like we'll see what happens with this team. I think, I think we're going to be uh, hitting the reset button sooner than later with this team, with the way things are going. The schedule is, oh yeah, unless they just somehow flip a script and start playing like that they haven't before <laughs> or, right, you know, exactly. yeah. uh, I, I think we're gonna see a, a, a reset sooner or later but we'll keep watching these games yes we'll see what happens like you know uh we'll, we'll see what happens we're we have uh we're fans of this team unfortunately so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> I just bought some new Bulls hats too, man. That's my I did time. too. I, I showed you. I, I tweeted you the two new hats I got. Uh, yeah, I, I bought some. Uh, you know, I bought I bought a nice brown one that can I can wear like when I'm wearing like one of my like brown pullovers or something. That yes, sir. And then I bought this other one that's like a blue and uh, maroon, and like the the yep. bull hat is white. And, like it's really nice hats, man. So it's not nice uh, hats. They yeah. are. Yeah, those are nice hats. Uh, I, I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm putting a lot of money into a losing product. <laughs> man, not, not. I just found my. Uh, <laughs> I just found my Ben Wallace Bulls jersey the other day. I was like, oh man, good times, man. Uh, yes, sir. Good times, uh, man. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. yeah, my that's all somewhere around here. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all I got, though, man. That's all oh, I got. They, yeah. They've taken it all out of me. <laughs> no, man. Good, good stuff, y'all. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that concludes today's uh, Bulls Gold. As always, you can catch our past shows wherever you get your podcasts right here on the Barroom Network. Thank you again to Big Dave for dropping by. For Swings for the Wild, I'm Edward Shula. This is Bulls Gold, and we will catch you next time, Bulls fans. <laughs>